Hello everyone, welcome to Nerding in the Deep. I'm Valerie. And I'm Carlos. And it's getting to that time of year again. Yeah, it's Christmas. So it's a Christmas episode. Yeah, so for those of you that celebrate Christmas, we hope you have started all your Christmas shopping, you have your Christmas tree up. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't, I hope you're looking forward to some time off work at least. Yeah, happy holidays anyway. Yeah. So last year we did a whole episode on our favorite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. So we decided this year we were going to do our favorite animated Christmas episodes. Exactly. We decided for animated episodes because if not, if it was kind of like all the Christmas episodes that will be all Friends, The Office and all yeah. that stuff. And we will forget those hidden gems that are some animated episodes that are really really fun and nice also i think a lot of us would have grown up watching a lot of cartoons around christmas time Mm -hmm. so some of these will be some of the classics that we remembered always enjoying around this time of year yeah they're gonna jog a a little bit your memories and nostalgia and we hope that you remember a little bit of those episodes that you maybe watch as a child yeah so we'll kick off with some of our classics but we probably want to mention that there are some shows that have multiple christmas episodes yes yes and with some of them we have decided to talk about a lot of those christmas episodes Mm -hmm. because it was it was just too difficult to choose just one yeah for some episodes we'll go fast through them we remember them with a lot of you know charm and love but there are other episodes that are more interested to sit and talk about them yeah exactly so to start off some of the older classic ones Mm -hmm. i'm going to talk mostly about these because i obviously seem to have watched way more cartoons as a child and carlos doesn't remember some of these (laughs) i don't remember most of the cartoon network stuff i remember watching the series like the ones that we are going to talk about but i don't remember the specific episode like i used to remember watching one episode here one episode Mm. there so some of those episodes maybe i haven't watched them or i watched them once and i don't remember while there are other series that the episodes i have watched them several times so i am more fond of them and i really remember them better yeah so the first one i'm going to talk about is for those of you that remember the animaniacs and pinky and the brain it's the pinky and the brain christmas episode which is just simply called a pinky and brain christmas Mm -hmm. so for those of you that don't remember or have never watched it the premise is that as usual the brain's trying to take over the world as always him and pinky go up to the north pole to santa's workshop and basically infiltrate it and put all of these dolls in santa's sleigh Mm -hmm. to be delivered that would basically allow the brain to take over the world and control everyone's minds pinky on the other hand is just really excited to go see santa well that's what pinky used to pinky wasn't a bad guy pinky was just trying to follow his best friend yeah exactly but the by the end of the episode the brain is putting his plan into action everything's going well but pinky realizes he forgot to give his letter to santa and he gets very upset about it Mm -hmm. but the brain doesn't care because you know he's like hey i'm about to take over the world here i need you to be pressing some buttons and stuff but he sees pinky get very upset so he he grabs the letter so he can ignore it but just before he's about to put the plan in action he starts reading the letter and it turns out that pinky didn't want to get presents from santa he just wanted santa to focus on the brain because he's a very hard worker and his best friend and he's always failing and he wants the brain to have the world and it makes the brain get very teary and emotional and instead of telling everyone to do what he wants he says just have a merry christmas yeah i i read when we were investigating that little bit about this episode i read that for the voice narrators of pink and the brain it Mm. took several takes yeah to 
do that, you know, because at the end, even of course, it's a child show, it's a two characters that they have been voice acting mm -hmm. for a long, long time and showing that friendship and showing those beautiful moments, they got very emotional through that. Oh. So it was very difficult for them to yeah. get that in one take. So they had several takes on, on that time. Yeah, I remember watching that episode and being quite kind of teary at the end because, you know, the brain doesn't show a whole, whole lot of emotion towards Pinky all the time. Mm -hmm. So for um, him to get emotional in his letter was quite sweet. Yeah. But moving on to Cartoon Network stuff. So more stuff Carlos doesn't remember. Yeah. Uh, going with maybe a more girly one this time. It wasn't an episode. It was actually a proper Christmas special, mm -hmm. but I've felt it was worth including and that is the powerpuff girls one in the title was twas the fight before christmas powerful uh powerpuff not powerful powerpuff <laughs> girls i have some memories i used to like them i used to love mojo yoyo yeah you know and i used to love some of the characters mm. um but personally i don't remember this uh, i remember who the villain is yeah but i don't remember this episode yeah so it didn't air much i think it actually went direct to dvd or video i can't remember what we were on at the time mm -hmm. for those of you that remember vhs and dvds yeah. vhs <laughs> blu-ray yeah we have had different changes yeah so the main villain in this one is princess Moneybox. for those of you that don't know this villain basically her super power is very similar to batman in that she's rich I don't mind this also. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing that money can't buy her is being a Powerpuff girl. No. And she really wants to be one. So that's what she asked Santa for for Christmas. But the Powerpuff girls say to her that you'll probably not get it because you're going to be on the naughty list. Which freaks her out. So she sneaks into Santa's workshop, realizes she is the only child in the whole world that is on the naughty list. Like, literally, it's a post-it note with her name on it. <laughs> How mean is that? <laughs> yeah. So she tricks Santa by switching the lists around, which means all the other kids in the world were going to get coal, mm -hmm. but she gets to be a Powerpuff Girl. So she, the Powerpuff Girls, when they discover they have coal, they um, go to figure out what's happening, and they meet the newly Powerpuffed Princess Moneybugs. Yeah. They start fighting, they race to Santa's workshop to tell him what's happening. They land up um, destroying Santa's sleigh and the reindeer get a bit disorientated. <laughs> Eventually Santa believes the Powerpuff Girls, of course, and wants to put everything right. But because the sleigh and the reindeer are not really in good condition to fly even faster around the world, the Powerpuff Girls end up delivering all the presents. Well, the girls, Powerpuff Girls. Because... Well, of course, they're supposed yeah. to be the good characters. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting one because, you know, yes, Princess Moneybooks is a spoiled brat and a villain in the power of girls, but like she actually lands up going to jail in this one. And I was like, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it that she wanted to like be an evil powerful girl and everything, but like she's a kid. Let's put this jail. <laughs> Let's put this child into a jail. Yeah, and like for her to be the only child in the whole world that's um on the naughty list. I was like, Cartoon Network was harsh sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they were very black and white and what was good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> so and I actually felt a little bit bad for Princess Moneybooks in this yeah. episode, but it, I thought it was a good episode overall. <laughs> but sw moving swiftly on mm -hmm. for our final more kind of classic Cartoon Network-y kind of episode is we can't not include an episode from Dexter's Lab. Omelette du fromage. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> not that episode, though. That is probably my favorite. That's probably episode. my favorite. And it's the one that people remember the most. Like, if you ask people, everyone that has watched Dexter, mm. 
it doesn't matter if it's people that watch every single episode or people that just watch kind of like me mm. episodes when they have the opportunity to watch it. That if anyone has watched the omelette from my episode, yeah. everyone remembers. And the minute you mention Dexter, they will say omelette du fromage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this Christmas episode, I think it might be the only Dexter Slab Christmas episode. If there's more, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. them. This is the one I remember. So basically, Dexter, being the scientist that he is, is not convinced that Santa is real. He's mm -hmm. convinced it's his dad in a costume. So he stays up to try and prove to his sister that um, Santa is not real. So he gets a photo of him, but it's still not really enough to convince himself. So he lands up shooting down Santa's sleigh and shaving his beard. And literally just as he's finished shaving the beard, like to show that it's his dad, his dad is like right there beside him. And he was like, oh crap. <laughs> and he realizes Santa is real, but he is ruined. Like if you look at, they do a shot of the living room, like being destroyed because of the sleigh being shot down, the Christmas trees everywhere and all that. And they start, uh, Dexter tries to calm everyone by saying, you know, what's the true meaning of Christmas and all that kind of stuff. And like many Christmas episodes, the true meaning of Christmas is, of course, presents. Presents, presents. It, it, well, <laughs> you know, this type of cartoon, mm. they were based on for selling children's yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, the, of course, the true meaning of Christmas is presents. And then love, but first presents. Yeah, always first presents. I think <laughs> that is the moral of many of the episodes on this list. Yes. <laughs> but now we can go into the episodes that Carlos remembers a bit more. Yeah. Starting with probably one of my favorite of all time, mm -hmm. which is Futurama's very first Christmas story, which is Xmas story. Yeah, not Christmas, Xmas. It has to be that. Xmas. Remember, it's exactly. changed in the it's changed in the year three thousand. Exactly. Uh, to be honest, Futurama is one of my favorite series. I think that Matt Groening and their team um, made that really great job mm. with Futurama, despite it being cancelled a million times, and despite its incredible number of endings yeah you know? but i think that futurama is a really really great series a little bit more adult mm. than the simpsons even the simpsons has very adult episodes but i think that xmas story it's a really great christmas episode i think it's a really really good episode and it's, it's one of the most enjoyable ones from probably from animation yeah and it's it kind of forms the basis of many of their future christmas mm -hmm. episodes that are more complex and you could argue have a cooler story, but I kind of like the simplicity of just the first Christmas episode, Xmas story, because yeah. you learn all of the things that have changed. So for those of you who haven't watched it, Santa is no longer someone you're looking forward to visiting your home. He has decided most people on earth are naughty. So he actually comes to try to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then simple things like instead of um, the traditional Christmas trees that we have, they have a palm tree because the fir trees went extinct. Exactly. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I like all those little details. Uh, I like all the details on Futurama does it really well with that. And they do really well on... The typical thing that we do nowadays that is, of course, analyzing past civilizations, and maybe we are completely wrong on mm. what they use for yeah. what. So in the year 3000 is the same. Is They created an algorithm for our Christmas robot Santa. that yeah. it was Santa. And it was, of course, separating people from good and bad, but because algorithms they don't understand from apart from black and white, yeah. then everything turned to be in the worst case scenario possible mm. and everyone was naughty and of course it started escalating until that Santa just wanted to kill everyone. Yeah. 
which is very funny in how they put it in the year 3000. And of course, the, the those small details. I find that it's very, very fun. Also, another shout out in the... They have another one on the story of two Christmases that it's also very fun. Oh, but yeah, I, it's the story of two Santas. The story it? of two Santas. Bender yeah. Santa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that Xmas story, it's better. It's the first time that we are introduced yeah. to that. And it's such a... Especially for me anyway, watching it as a child at the time, like it was so different to actual Christmas for us. I just find it a really interesting. And very fun. The idea is so different that it's very, very fun to watch and see what is going to happen. Mm. So that's Futurama. We could have mentioned, like I said, the other episodes, but we have to try and <laughs> save our time. One show, though, that we can't skip a whole lot of episodes is, of course, The Simpsons. The Simpsons, of course, is running from 1989. So that means 32 years almost. Mm. So you are going to have, or 34 years, so you are going to have tons of Christmas episodes, tons of Thanksgiving episodes, tons of Halloween uh, horror episodes. So yeah. it is very, very, very difficult to just pick one. To just pick one. So we decided to pick different. But I think that those that we have picked mm -hmm. are kind of like the more significant. Yeah. But I also think it's important to mention that The Simpsons is very rooted in Christmas because mm -hmm. they actually started out on the Tracy Ullman show, as many people know. But that uh, sketch that they did mm -hmm. was a Christmas sketch. Yeah. It was centered around Bart, of course, trying to get into his presence early and just a, a short sketch about that. So The Simpsons all began with a Christmas sketch. Yeah, all began with a Christmas sketch and then... We have a Christmas episode. The very first episode, season exactly. one, episode one. That we have a new Simpson member. Exactly, and we could not have it on our list. So, yeah. like I said, season one, episode one, which is Simpsons roasting on an open fire. And that was our, for those that didn't see the sketch, it was the introduction to The Simpsons. It was the introduction to The Simpsons. To be honest with you, The Simpsons have changed a lot mm. from that time to now. I don't know if you remember, but most of those first seasons... We were, uh, we had a Simpson family that was always struggling with money. Yeah, it was one of the main focus. And, and the fact of Homer trying to, you know, do something for the family, mm. trying to bring, you know, and then of course he does stupid things. Yeah. But that was kind of like the, one of the main focuses. In this case, they go to the Grey uh, Groundhound to to see that. Oh, the Greyhound Stadium yeah. to try and win money to get money for a Christmas tree and exactly. presents and stuff, but. Instead, they come home with the best Christmas present ever, yes. which is, of course, Santa's little helper. Exactly. Another character that will be part of the Simpson family for well, all this. And he actually has years. another Christmas episode, would you believe? It's yeah. one of, in one of the later seasons, but I still think this is, uh, out of those two, the one most worth mentioning. Yeah, and probably, I think that probably is not the best Simpson episode for uh, regarding Christmas, but as you said, we couldn't avoid it because it's the, the first. Yeah, it's so significant to so many mm -hmm. of us that it could not be on this list. Exactly, because also it's the start of what it could be as we said, 30 years or more yeah. of a series that continues going. Mm. Speaking of 30 years, the <laughs> another Christmas episode that made it onto our list was the Holidays of Future Past, Yeah, which is where we see the Simpsons family 30 years in the future. Yes. And I always love the future episodes. I always love the future episodes. And then my favorite one is the one that Lisa goes to a fair mm -hmm. and she gets lost oh, following yeah, Cabani yeah. and then she 
you know, this woman tells her that her feature and it appears Hugh, that yeah. is the, the British guy. Mm. That's my favorite feature episode, and I think it's one of the first one yeah. feature episodes. Yeah, but this is a later one, and yeah. it surrounds Lisa and Bart kind of struggling to connect with their kids. Mm-hmm. So Lisa has married Milhouse, and they have a daughter. Bart uh, had twin boys with one of his exes, and is kind of portrayed as a deadbeat dad kind of character. Yeah, and it's basically them trying to connect with their with their kids. Very fun as every yeah typical. I kind of enjoyed as well because you know. Marge and Homer are kind of known as bad parents yeah. and like they in this episode they kind of get to sit back and be like yeah not so easy is it <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I suppose that it happens usually we are very critical when we are on the outside but when we are on the inside yeah not so like easy. Homer for all intents and purposes seems to be like a very loving and doting grandfather like yeah. the twins love him and they don't really like spending time with Bart at all yeah And then you have Lisa, whose uh, daughter is always on the internet and stuff like that. And Marge is just sitting back trying to give advice. And she's like, I can do it myself, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, at the end, lands up taking Marge's advice. Another moment from that episode I really like, if I've remembered it properly, is that I think Lisa and Bart land up in Moe's at one point. Probably, yeah. You know, the place we are always criticizing Homer for being. <laughs> well, but at the end, someone needs to, you know, relax, vent, and whatever, and Moe's is the place on The Simpsons. Yeah, and also, of course, we can't forget Maggie, who, of course... Never talks. Never talks, but is somehow a famous singer. <laughs> yeah. We don't see her much in the episode, but uh, I I thought the idea was quite... I always have found the idea of Maggie never talking even when she's an adult. Hmm. It's great. And yeah. It is in the other episode I was mentioning that she tries to talk, and every time that she tries to talk, they interrupt her. Yeah. <laughs> it's always very, very fun to see how it develops for, for Maggie. Yeah. So, another Simpsons Christmas episode we wanted to mention is probably if you look up online like uh-huh. best Simpsons Christmas episode this is one you see come up a lot which is Marge Be Not Proud Marge Be Not Proud I think it is my favorite episode of you know the Simpsons Christmas episodes we have another great one that we'll mention after but I think that Marge Be Not Proud is a really really good one because it is one of those ones that has a very tough plot mm. And he has a big lesson and you have a a Bart that tries to amend what he has done wrong. Mm. For all of you that maybe you don't remember, uh, there is this video game that has come out that is called Bone Storm. Mm -hmm. That is kind of like a killer instinct game. Yeah. And Bart wants it, but of course it is expensive. And they land up getting him a golf game or something. Yeah, a golf game, yeah. <laughs> At the end, he ends up stealing it. Yeah. And he gets caught. Mm-hmm. And he tries to hide it, but when they go back for the Christmas pictures, mm-hmm. they caught him. Yeah, they uh, grab him and be like, you're banned from the store, what are you doing here? And of course, the whole Simpsons family found out what he did. Yeah, and that... Basically, that breaks Marge's heart. Marge's heart. Yeah. Uh, it had one of my favorite moments of Homer that is like, why do you think I brought you to the Police Academy movies? Because <laughs> they were fun. <laughs> yes. I think that episode also has the get him ma episode yeah. <laughs> uh, quote from Homer as yeah. well, which is fun. But I think it's one of the more emotional it is. moments and 
whether I'm watching it as an adult or watching it as a child, like that that episode hit home because it's one of the things no one likes doing is disappointing their mother. And as much as Bart has disappointed Marge through the years, she's always I, stuck by him for exactly. everything. So I think that the disappointment here is that it's when she just decides not to do anything that Bart has already grown up yeah. and she's not going to talk him in or mm. they are not going to wake him for the uh, making yeah. the snowman. She, she doesn't put the marshmallows on his hot chocolate and it just becomes like one big chocolate marshmallow love yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. But then they have the, the snowman thing that he has to take the snow out under the car. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, a, it's got a lot of images like that that really kind of hit you right in the feelings. Yeah. I think that it's one of those episodes that see doesn't go more about the presence it goes more about the joint family and it, it has a a huge psychological background behind as you said you we don't want to disappoint our parents and there are always lines that our parents are fine for us crossing mm. but then there are other lines that it will break uh, our parents heart and lisa i think that she said it in one moment when um i think that bart is kind of like sat on on the bed and, yeah. and Lisa goes and she tells him, I am not sure if there is a comeback from this because of all the times that I have seen mom mad, it's like now it's not that she's mad, it's just nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And Bart also says it, it's like usually mom shouts at me mm. or it's angry at me or mad at me. But now she hasn't shot, she just... Yeah, she just kind of numbs. Yeah. And it's very sad. And then I think the older I get, the more I feel for Marge. Yeah. Like, obviously, I feel for Bart still to this day. Like, even as horrible a kid as he can be, you know? Yeah. He's still... He, he's, he has a good heart in the end. Yeah. But you see how, how much Marge struggles as well. Like, she completely compartmentalizes it. She puts it to the side and pretends almost it's not happening. But she's still freezing Bart out, out at the same time. And she's always saying how he's her special little guy. Yeah. For this episode, he's not. But at the end, Bart does a good thing. And, yeah, you know, exactly. It all he gets the, the good picture. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a really good episode. I can see why it tops many yes. people's lists. We were going to stick with those three, but we decided we'd do an extra shout out. Just yes. one more episode, which is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, it is very fun. Yeah. It is one of the things that we as kids, we always wanted to do, that is go early to open our presents. Yeah. And it's what kind of like happens. But in this case, Bart ends up burning down mm. everything. So they start making... So he hides yeah. everything. And they start thinking that A they have been... Yeah, it, yeah. They have broken out in the house and they have... Stolen everything, and the neighbors are very, very nice to them. So yeah. they are. Yeah, but then they discover the remains, and it all turns around, and the town who were friendly and sportive turn into an angry mob. Mm -hmm. As usual, they love being an angry mob. Yeah. It, I don't think it's the strongest episode, but I think it was a really fun one, and it kind of plays on Miracle and Thirty Fourth Street and all that. So it, it is very fun at the same time. Bar doing bar things. Yeah. Exactly. He has to be kind of like sometimes the main character of the Christmas episodes. Yeah, sometimes he is. Yeah. 
So there are many other Simpsons episodes. I'm sure that we have missed ones that maybe you enjoy or maybe you disagree with our list for The Simpsons. If you have any episodes that you really love, we'd love to hear from you. If you go to our X, see I'm getting better at calling it X, at Nerding Deep and let us know your favourite Simpsons Christmas episode or favourite animated Christmas episode in general, we'd love to hear from you. There are 34 years of The Simpsons there. I'm sure that's something we have missed. (laughs) Yeah, but we have to keep moving on with our own list and this is where I get excited. Yeah. South Park Christmas episode. South Park is a series because I'm going to stop there a little bit. Mm. So when you mention South Park, you have three types of people. Mm -hmm. People that completely hate it. Yeah. People that is completely indifferent to it mm-hmm. and people that loves it. I was in the second. Indifferent, uh, yeah. I was indifferent because what didn't reach to Spain at the beginning, it was a series that uh, it was the first two seasons. Uh, they were putting the episodes very, very late. Of mm. course, they weren't for kids. I used to record them or something like that so I could watch them later. But after those two seasons, I stopped watching it. So that means that I missed all the (laughs) South Park. What happens is that then I remember that you and I, we were on a trip and we were talking as we do now. That's why we decided to do the podcast, because we talk about all our geek things. And we were talking about South Park and I always told you, I stopped watching it. And and, And I had always the feeling that it wasn't a super deep series because at the end what i was watching mm. it wasn't super deep of course and i and i also was an early teenager so yeah. i wasn't analyzing things mm. as i would be now as an adult so when you told me no no we have to watch it together because it is very critical yeah in, the satire is amazing the satire is amazing i know that it sounds silly but we should start watching it and i, I remember that we watch old south park yeah from the beginning and then I become one of the lover ones. Yeah. But I think that there's a lot of people that got stuck into the indifferent yeah. because they watched it when maybe they were way younger mm. and the jokes about poop or sex or Kenny dying every episode <laughs> or things like that, they are funny. Mm. But when you are an adult, you realize that the series goes the deeper, way, maybe. way... Like their South Park, I, th- I think the people that grew up loving South Park are again you could split them into two categories you could have the ones that understood the satire and really loved what the episodes were trying to say and then you had the other ones that like you said maybe were a bit young but loved it for the poop jokes and the swearing you know especially when you were younger and you were not supposed to do that yeah right yeah but then you kind of kept with it to the point you were old enough to understand and really get the satire. So I think I fell into the first where I always loved, I started to really love South Park when I understood what it was trying yeah. to say. But I also started watching it because, like you said, it was that thing that was on late at night that our parents didn't want us to exactly. watch. <laughs> what episodes then you decided to well, highlight from South Park? I think it's also an interesting thing that South Park is another series that has its roots in Christmas. Yeah. Because similar to The Simpsons, they started with what they call animated Christmas cards Uh that turned into kind of an episode that they called The Spirit of Christmas. And it's the Christmas cards were split into two. One was like Jesus versus Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) And then Jesus versus Santa. I love those silly jokes. (laughs) Yeah, And you have to think how early this came out, how shocking those type of things would be. But yeah, South Park, that's how it started. And then it kind of developed more into its episodes. We have a very 
famous Christmas character in South Park, which is Mr. Hanky, the Christmas yeah. Pooh. I'm not his biggest fan. I'm not his biggest fan. I mean, I, for me, all the jokes that go with Pooh and all the stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big Pooh joke person, no. I have to say. But he has been have been in a couple episodes that I, I have enjoyed. Like he did Very Crappy Christmas, yeah. where we get to meet his family and everything. And he kind of, they what has happened is South Park is trying to have like a non-materialistic Christmas <laughs> and stuff. And the kids are not happy about that because obviously they want loads of Present. presents. So Mr. Hanky's family and the kids work together to make like an animated film to tell in the spirit of Christmas. And of course, the moral of the story again, the moral of Christmas is buy presents. Well, you know, it's satire. <laughs> yeah. So of course they are going to. Yeah. But at this, um, when I think of South Park Christmas episodes, there's like this moment at the end of that episode that always sticks with me when they're saying what the moral of Christmas is. And there's like presents. Yeah. Presents. <laughs> I don't know why, but that always sticks with me. Yeah. So yeah, kids, moral of story, presents. Yeah. If you are hitting this with your parents, I'm not sure if you are hitting this with your parents, <laughs> but you know what the moral of the story is. Yeah. And another Christmas episode where we see Mr. Hanky is Mr. Hanky's Christmas special. That's kind of like the first one that he appeared, no? No, no, it's not the first one uh, he appears. I think the very first one is kind of, I think it's called... Um, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh is the oh. name of the episode where everyone thinks that Kyle's having a psychotic break. Ah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. But the, the Mr. Hanky's Christmas special is kind of a take on, you know, your typical American Christmas special where you have loads of characters from different series that would do things. Well, this is just the different characters in South Park and they do a load of musical numbers. And if you like dark humour, which I very much do, this is a very good episode if you haven't seen it, we have one of the songs, which is O Tannenbaum, sung by Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hate musical episodes. I love this one, yeah. but I hate when you were telling me that I was thinking about how much I hated the Simpsons musical episodes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this one is this one is fun. Yeah. Because usually that's not a, that, that humor that you are saying, it, yeah. it puts something else. Yeah, no, I really love that episode. Um, but those are probably the two Mr. Hanky episodes yeah. that I can tolerate. One of them, well, it's not really that recent anymore because I keep forgetting that South Park keeps going and yes. there's like 10 seasons. I watch most of them, but sometimes I forget. Yeah. I think this one was kind of season 14-ish. Yeah. I can't remember, but it's called uh, Red Slay Down. <laughs> this was a very controversial episode when it came out because the premise of the episode is basically Cartman trying to be good and not be on the naughty list wants to bring Christmas to Iraq. To be honest, when Karma, where Cartman tries to be good or tries to be a nice person, I think those are the best episodes. I know, I know. And of course, we had the war in Iraq was, yeah. was ongoing at this point. So a lot of people weren't happy when this episode came out. Because uh, basically what happens, they try to get Santa to help with bringing Christmas to Iraq. And he gets shot down and tortured. And mm -hmm. the kids and Jesus have to go and save him. And there's quite a graphic scene at the end where Santa basically kills and his torturer and he's like i'm sorry jesus i just couldn't let him be alive i think that uh, <laughs> apart with the kids and jesus also mr hanky goes to help them um but i'm not sure 100 but i don't know it rings a bell no i don't think maybe huh. he's there i, I haven't seen this episode in a while but i don't if he's there he's very you can correct us in yeah. in our ex yeah and nerd in deep and say who was right or who was wrong we won't check on google we are 
waiting for you to tell us. Exactly. So yeah, that was it's I think it's more tolerated now, but definitely when it came out there was a lot of controversy around yeah. it. And you can understand why. But for those of us that were a little less involved here in Europe, I think it was still uh, an episode that people really enjoyed. Yes. But and then there's one that you talked about your dark humor, but there's one that tops it, no? Yeah. That goes over your dark humor. Yeah, so we can't talk about South Park Christmas episodes without talking about a woodland critter Christmas, which, oh, <laughs> even for me, who, like you said, very big in lover in, in dark humor, this was uncomfortable for me to watch. South Park has very very uncomfortable moments mm. not only this episode I, yeah. I find this episode very uncomfortable but South Park has really uncomfortable moments and this one tops it up if you have ever watched Happy Tree Friends yes uh, this episode is a little bit about Happy Tree Friends yeah, but in Christmas for those I, of you of our listeners that don't know, can you explain Happy Tree Friends a little? Sure, and I imagine that if some of you are younger, maybe you don't understand Happy Tree Friends because Happy Tree Friends was very, very famous at the beginning of YouTube. Mm. So Happy Tree Friends was an animated series that it was only released in YouTube, and it was a group of critters of the forest, a group of friends of forest that it was very cute mm. drawn but then they started they were psychotic they were psychotic so they were started killing each other or whatever but it was in the most gruesome ways possible i was never fan of happy true friends because i've never been fan of just gore yeah. because gore and happy tree friends i wasn't a big fan of it the same I wasn't super big fan of this one. I understand why people love it. The premise of it, it's great. And the satire with Happy Tree Friends yeah. is great because Happy Tree Friends is something that it wasn't watched, even if it's something for adults, because mm. how gruesome it is, wasn't watched for adults because adults didn't watch YouTube. Mm. It was watched for teenagers or younger. <laughs> yeah. And well, I, I remember stories of, yeah, the other day, I don't know why my son or my daughter was watching in the computer. I went there and there were bunnies killing each other or <laughs> gouging their eyes out or yeah. whatever. It's like, yeah, Happy Tree Friends probably are playing with the intestines of others or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's like Happy Tree Friends for, for you. For me, it wasn't so much the gore that got me. It was like the blood orgy was, not, was uncomfortable, <laughs> I have to say. So for those of you who haven't watched it, the premise is that Stan's roped in by a lot of cute woodland creatures to try help build a manger for the coming of their savior. Now, because it's Christmas time, we all assume the savior's like woodland version of Jesus. But no, they, they are very cute. So. They're very cute, yeah. But it actually turns out that they're Satan worshippers and yeah. they're the hedgehog or porcupine, I forget what she Sorry. is, is pregnant with Satan, basically. Yeah. And it like there's there's a lot of gore, killing, ripping of things apart, blood orgies, like I said, and it's just a little like I'm not religious, I don't practice a religion, but this this was very uncomfortable. <laughs> but I, even though I mean it makes me uncomfortable, and I wouldn't say it's my it's one of those the only South Park episode I probably avoid watching because yeah. I don't like it that much. I feel like it deserves a place on this list because of how iconic it is. Yes, if anyone looks at a list of best South Park Christmas episodes or thinks of a Christmas episode from South Park, this is always the one they think of. 
Yes, it is. And just to mention it, I we were making the research on this, mm. and I came up with IMDb. Of course, uh, we always have to check what IMDb is saying. Exactly, and the ratings on, on IMDb it was about Christmas episodes. It wasn't about cartoon Christmas episodes. The first episode, I think it was an episode of uh, The British The Office. Oh, yeah. But the second episode was this one. Yeah. like That was the well second known. most voted yeah. episode. And if you talk girl, or if you listen to interviews by the creators of South Park, this is one of their favorite episodes as well. And I, I can see why, because, yeah, it's not so much that you enjoy it. It's you're so shocked by it. It's yeah. just so memorable. Yes. That it definitely has to be <laughs> probably the best even if it's the one i avoid watching yeah um there are other south park christmas episodes more mr hanky ones if you're a fan of mr hanky and we've left him out too much in this list come at us on x and give out to me but like we said we're not big poo people so (laughs) so he hasn't made a lot of our our episodes although there's one of canada that is very very fun yeah they have to rescue yeah if we do an honorable mention it'll probably be the christmas canada episode where uh, they have to go rescue all all episodes of our canada I found it yeah, very, very it's true. I love the one of when they mock the uh, royal wedding between William and Kate <laughs> with with the Canadian, the Canadian prince. Man. That one is. Really, I just really love good. the end where he's like, and he's ripping off her arm as is tradition. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit. Not a Christmas episode, but a really, yeah. really good episode. But we have to move on from South Park. <laughs> I would very happily talk about South Park all day, but we must move on. Maybe one day we do an episode about South Park. If you want it, just ask for it. Yeah, let us know what you would like us to talk about you might think oh that would probably be a really good episode 5 deep dive episode I I don't know how we would all psychologically be able to cope with that type of episode (laughs) maybe maybe next year because we're coming to the end of the year maybe episode 10 will be Eric Cartman because that that would be an episode that would be an episode (laughs) that would be alright yeah if you want that hey just tell us in X or in our you know email although we don't mention it anymore but it, the email is still there nerdinkitthedeep at gmail.com so write us whatever you feel more comfortable and we'll be happy to yeah. read you so the next one American Dad American Dad both American Dad and then there is the other uh, family guy yeah. I've never been super ultra fan of them I know that people went crazy about them and then yeah. they even have a spin-offs both of them yeah but I'm not super big fan. Uh, I would probably lean more towards Family Guy than American Dad. And I was going to consider maybe putting a Christmas episode from Family Guy on this yeah. list. But to be honest, none of them really jump out the, at me. The one that Brian has to go to the North Pole is fun. Yeah, and it tops a lot of people's Christmas list. But personally, I just don't think Family Guy have a particularly yeah. strong Christmas episode. American Dad have a couple, and I mentioned this one just because I remember. I, again, has a bit more of a message, I think, underneath it than most of the American Dad episodes, which is why I wanted to include it. But yeah, again, not super strong Christmas mm-hmm. episodes. But the one that I've picked is For Whom the Red Sleigh Bell Tolls. Yeah, if I, and if we have to talk before about satire with South Park, this is a good satire of some type of culture. Yeah, so we all know that it's a very controversial topic of gun control in America. Mm-hmm. And this episode starts with Francine and Stan arguing about whether or not 
Uh, Stan can give Steve a gun for Christmas. <laughs> uh, Francine says that will end terribly. Don't do it. But of course, Stan listens to no one and gets Steve a gun. And of course, who does Steve land up shooting and killing? Santa. <laughs> uh, so I do kind of like the... It, they do it very subtly. I feel like Seth MacFarlane isn't like um, the creators of South Park where like, they're obviously trying to tell you something. Yeah. But I think this one was a little bit more, hey, gun control, maybe think about it. Or we may end killing Santa. Yeah, exactly. In the end, Santa regenerates and starts hunting down the Smith family. So I actually kind of like the episode as well because it's a very different take on a Christmas episode. It almost feels like what a Halloween episode would be, like a slasher kind yes. of villain going after the Smith family. So I kind of enjoy that. Yeah, that, that is enjoyable. It's a little bit different. <laughs> But yeah, again, I don't think it's uh, an amazing Christmas episode, but I always really enjoyed it and I wanted to uh, include it yes. on the list. Yeah. And finally, we go for a series that is not a classic. It will become a classic. Oh, it will. I, think I could argue that it's already becoming a classic. Yes, but it's kind of like the series that it's now. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a classic, but it will be a classic. We are talking about Rick and Morty. Of course, we love Rick and Morty in this house. Yes, we love Rick and Morty and we love a lot of episodes of Rick and Morty. And Rick and Morty have some Christmas episodes. They also do Thanksgiving episodes. Uh -huh. but, uh, they have some really good Christmas ones, though. Uh, we're going to mention the two we felt leaned a little bit more into the Christmas yes. theme. There are other episodes where Christmas is kind of, it's there, but it's not it's central mm -hmm. to the plot. So the first one, it belongs to the first season and it's the third episode of the first season. So we could say that Rick and Morty almost started on Christmas. Yeah, but it's, I think if anyone thinks of a Christmas episode with Rick and Morty, this is the one they think yes. of. Yes, that is Anatomy Park. So it's kind of a take on Jurassic Park, but in the human body. Yeah, so Rick has this uh, hobo yeah. <laughs> that he has built a, a park inside the the man. And if it was like a you know Jurassic Park hmm. amusement park, too, yeah, because so they Disneyland. had yeah, because they had a lot of viruses and diseases. They kind of showcase like they try to showcase the dinosaurs that exactly. get loose and then try to. But kill then they have people. Disneyland. And yeah, yeah. I I find that it's a really good episode, and of course, as every Rick and Morty episode, you usually have two stories to mm. tell. The yeah. one with Rick and Morty and sometimes the family. Or Yeah, the, and that's where the more of the Christmas stuff comes in, which is the side story, which is Jerry really wants to have like a family bonding type of Christmas day. Because his parents are coming, yeah. so he doesn't want everyone to be checking the screen. Yeah, so he takes away everyone's phone. So, of course, Summer goes crazy because she's attached to her phone. <laughs> but the big shock is that Jerry's parents come, but they also have someone with them which yeah. is their their third their extra sexual yeah. partner and everyone thinks this is very you know woke of them and they're really cool but mighty Jer mother yeah but jerry really struggles with it and it's him trying to come to terms with that especially since the uh the parents couple the couple's partner is like really bonding with the family yes. just like he wanted everyone to do and he's uh one of the things that he does is kind of work on Summer and her boyfriend Ethan's yes. communication and stuff like that. 
But so I love that kind of side running story. I love it. But you have to feel on Jerry. Like, how would you feel if they introduce you to a man that is having sex with your mom <laughs> while at the same time your dad is hidden in the wardrobe dressed as Superman? I know. <laughs> and I just, I love that we've had to say that in the podcast. Yeah, in the podcast. That situation. Just a curiosity of anatomy part that most people doesn't say it mm. or doesn't know. But I find it very interesting. So in Anatomy Park, there is an attraction that is the favorite for Rick. Mm -hmm. That I don't know if you remember it. It's called Pirates of the Pancreas. Yes, I remember that. Rick considers Pirates of the Pancreas super amazing yes. and at the same time terrifying. Mm. But the rest of the people... Are like, why, why do you like this man. so much? Why are you it's pushing man. this? So this is a really good hidden joke mm -hmm. that it only makes sense with revision. Mm -hmm. Because if you have seen further episodes of Rick and Morty, there is in an episode where it's revealed that Rick is actually terrified of pirates. Yeah. <laughs> so pirates of the pancreas makes a lot of sense for Rick yeah. to be a, a scary a scary amusement park attraction yeah. but for the others no like what and when you are watching this episode it's like i don't understand the joke of pirates yeah. of the pancreas but if you keep watching further episodes and you connect the dots yeah you are like no i know yeah so it's kind of like a hidden gem of the episode yeah and then it also has the kind of i think homage to pirates of the caribbean yeah it, the movie started with the ride yeah as well so um i think it pays yeah homage to that it does. too but we're going to include the most recent Christmas mm -hmm. episode as well from Rick and Morty, which is always a bit... I don't know why. Maybe I'm the only one, but it's a bit of a tongue twister for me to say. Yes, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> I wouldn't be able. I'm going to leave it to you okay. because you are the native one. Okay, so yeah, I, but that you have more of an excuse to mess it up. <laughs> okay, so it's Rictional Mort Poons Rickmas Mortcation. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Season 6, episode 10. Yeah, but you, I really have to think about it when yes, I'm saying it. you have to think about it, yeah. This episode, I think, got deep as many Rick and Morty uh -huh. episodes do. Basically, we see Rick really improve as a human being yes. over a few episodes. Now, in fairness, the improvements happens before the android switch. Yeah. So he has, he was improving and then he went... To a very dark place. So yeah, basically Rick has programmed an android to be a better grandpa yeah. and family member in general uh, to the Smith family. And it's discovered... <laughs> And it, I love the, just the simplicity of how easily Morty messed up with this. <laughs> um, so the android, we are trying to be a good grandpa, gives Morty a lightsaber because he loves Star Wars and he somehow manages to drop it Perfectly vertical. Perfectly vertical. So it starts going towards the center of the earth. Yeah, the earth. <laughs> Something so simple that you wouldn't think, oh, maybe I shouldn't drop a lightsaber that way. But um, basically, that is how they discover that Rick has been holed up in layers upon layers underneath the ba basement trying to find Prime Rick, yeah. which is the one that killed his wife. Yeah. So we discover that all the improvement and everything that we saw was actually just a robot and Rick or Morty is very, very upset. Very, very this. upset. Uh, but I find it fun, as you said, it's like, it is very, very simple. Mm. And for me, it is very interesting how the minds mm. work. Like, how it works that, oh, in this episode, we are going to do Morty dropping a, a, lightsaber. a lightsaber. 
-hmm. and then Earth is going to be in danger because if gets to the core, it's going to explode. And yeah. it, it is very, very interesting to... And I would love to see how they come up with those ideas. Yeah, and I love, like, there's that moment where the president gets it and he wants to keep it like a spoiled child because yeah. it's often portrayed that way. But that was quite funny. And then he drops it and it yeah. starts again. But I think it hits really hard. I think we see Rick at his lowest yeah. here after building up so much hope that Rick has improved as a person. So it was a hard-hitting episode for a Christmas episode, but I think that's one of the good things about it. Yep. Also, it sets up for the... It was the season six finale, and I think that we felt very empty a little bit after yeah. watching it as well. We were expecting that, you know, we would get a little bit more out of it, which I think sets up for the next season yes, as well. Yes, season seven. That theme of emptiness, I yeah. think, really comes into play there. Yeah. I feel so too. We also got to see some kind of more hallmark moments, as they call it, like with android rick where he's like having fun playing games with his yes. family and you're like who is this person <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's very very fun yeah so yeah that was that's our favorite christmas episodes from rick and morty there are other ones like i said but really chris the theme of christmas really takes a backseat so i would mm -hmm. really include them yeah those are kind of like our list of cartoon favorite cartoon episodes so if we have missed something mm. Mm, just let us know. Yeah, because we had a couple of others that we wanted to mention, like the Courage the Cowardly Dog Christmas yeah. episodes and all that. There's also with Batman, the animated series that is a Joker's Christmas, but I remember watching it, but again, I should rewatch it again in order to make, you know, here talking about it in the episode. Yeah, exactly. There was a, a Justice League episode, uh, the animated series yeah. that I remembered being good as well. But again, didn't remember enough to, yeah. to include here. I'm sure there's a lot of, especially from like the 90s, early 2000s, I'm sure there's a lot of those shows that have had Christmas episodes that we've just forgotten about. Now, one thing that I would like to highlight is that we haven't added any anime, manga, episodes yeah. and it's because i think that because of the difference of cultures there are not that many like yeah. if you can think a really really iconic mm. christmas episode on an anime or manga just let me know the one thing is that it happens during christmas that's one thing yeah and you see a lot especially in the more romantic kind of anime manga christmas episodes are usually a day for couples because that's what yeah. they celebrate more in japan so it's usually like there's a romantic christmas date episode yeah. or something like that or you know someone's trying to get a christmas present for their partner that kind of thing you get a lot of that in but anime. i don't remember goku or luffy or whatever celebrating christmas no I don't think they do. <laughs> Though Luffy at Christmas time, I think he'd be one of the easiest people to buy for. Yeah. Wrap up some meat. Yeah, His exactly. present is the Christmas dinner, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Only a Christmas dinner for himself. The other yeah, yeah. Own like, Christmas dinner. Yeah, he has to have his own one that's like three times the size of just the normal one yeah. for everybody else. Though I could see like Zoro and Usopp and Chopper maybe trying to invade yeah. the Christmas dinner. Could be. <laughs> but yeah, we will have one more episode episode coming out before Christmas and it's our first uh, deep dive episode of season two. Yeah. So I hope you're looking forward to it. It should be out on Christmas Eve. Yes. So you can melt your brain just before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are going to do that uh, episode. We more or less know which character we are going to talk about. But as always, we say 
if you have any idea, if you wanted us to talk about another character, mm. if you want us to highlight a character that you would like it for us in the future, because sometimes we need that preparation. So maybe we could prepare it for episode number 10 or 15. Mm. Just let us know, drop us a message on X or on our email, and we will be more than happy to, you know, to check your proposal. Yeah, and let us know what your plans are for Christmas. Yeah. We're, we have our uh, first Christmas in our new house. Yes. Uh, it's just going to be the two of us this year, so we plan to relax because we have had a busy year. Yes. Lots of food. And we don't have to share it. No. We could be like Luffy. We yeah. don't share food. We're exactly. not heroes. Exactly. <laughs> but we'll be still on our uh, X yeah. throughout Christmas if you want to pop us a message. Yeah. By the way, I hope that you have enjoyed the Game Year Awards that was just this week. Um, yeah, some um, really good decisions I felt yes. made this year. Um, yeah. We, we didn't what we didn't get to watch them live. Maybe one year we can make a reaction or a Twitch stream while watching it or whatever but let us know we, we could do it for next year if things go well but anyway for now i've been valerie and i'm carlos and this is nerding in the deep we'll see you in the next episode bye bye